Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of the All In Due Time podcast. I'm Atlanta. I'm Shay and today we're going to be talking about things we do to improve our mental health. Yes. Yes we are. So Atlanta darling, how are you? Back again with the same same question and I don't have an answer. Okay. You've only got to think about one this time. Are we just doing one? Yeah, I don't remember. No. We got rid of three. Did we? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Sorry, where have I been? Okay, right. One word to summarise how I am feeling. Mm -hmm. Drained. Okay. I'm feeling drained because I just feel like I've just had a wave of various different low moods and emotions Mm -hmm. all at one time. Mm -hmm. And I just feel drained. I just don't really know where I go from here. Yeah. In a sense that like, I know it's going to pass, but it just doesn't mm-hmm. feel like that right now. So yeah. I just, I'm just feeling drained that's from fair. my own, my own mind. Yeah, but what about you, Shay? One word. Oh, I'm feeling, I'm feeling decent today. Decent. I'm feeling decent. That's Not too good. shabby. I'm feeling all right. Just you neutral. Know. Very neutral. Yeah. Nothing amazing's happening, but nothing shit's happening. So we're just yeah, can't complain. Can't complain. I'm quite content neutral. right now. So I'm not I'm not mad about it. But yeah, um, on to today's ep, we are talking about different things that we do or things that we use that improve our mental health. We'll look at, I guess, clinical treatment. So, you know, maybe medication or therapy, things like that. But then also just your everyday things or the things that aren't considered to be medical yeah Yeah. more natural approaches i think so what natural remedies or i guess things have you done that help you with your mental health help you with Um, your anxiety or depression okay so the first thing i do when i can remember is (laughs) i whenever i go to bed Mm -hmm. i spray lavender on my pillow Mm -hmm. which just I like the smell of it, but I know some people, aka Shay, <laughs> doesn't like the smell oh, or yeah, don't I'm like the, the smell of fan. lavender. So it just relaxes me because yeah. obviously we've we've said before that at night is where like we tend to overthink the most. Yeah. So I think just having that and like I don't know, it just kind of relaxes me. Yeah. Um, and then another thing I do is I drink lavender and green tea or just green tea or nettle tea i didn't even know there was lavender if you want to be bougie then get some lavender you get the lavender green tea um i got it from a lavender field actually in the gift shop oh you're so bloody bougie aren't you i just saw it and i was like you know what let me just give it a go but it's nice it's so nice and it really really relaxes me that's good so i should have bought you one next time i will bring you a tea bag i'll have a try yeah, and another one, another one I do is nettle tea, which is similar to green tea, but I just oh, prefer I think it. I've had that. Yeah, and I, I just feel like I feel better for, for drinking them compared to English breakfast tea or coffee. I gave and up things on like English that. breakfast tea a long time ago. I, I don't know the last time I had one. To be fair, no, that's it's the standard. Oh, do you want a cuppa? But when <laughs> someone offers me tea, it has to be herbal. Yeah, I, I don't think, drink normal tea. Well, I think English herbal breakfast. tea is better. Definitely. And do you know what? You need to get it um, for Christmas. Mm. There's an... Uh, oh, was it, it called? The Advent, Advent Calendar? calendar? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have had my eyes on that for the longest time. So, guys, it's basically an oh. Advent Calendar, but for tea bags. So, there's every... Like, every day is a different flavour. So, they've got, I like, lemon it. and ginger. They've got... I don't know. They've just got every <laughs> single flavour that you By can imagine. By the time this episode comes out, it will be like, what, mid to late November. So whoever's listening, 
buy me the advent calendar for Christmas. No, even Christmas. Buy it for me. Just buy it for me, please. I'm begging. I don't know what the brand is. What's that? It's, it's Puka. Yeah, Puka. that's Puka. it. Whatever you call it. That brand. I need it. Yep. Whoever I kind of knew that was the name, but I didn't. Somebody didn't buy me this. <laughs> yeah, no. It's definitely like, it's definitely worth it. I don't think it's yeah. even that expensive. It's probably like nine ninety nine. And that also, I haven't even better. used all the tea bags. Oh, well, there you go. I've not even used them. There you go. And babe. we're nearly like a year later. Mate, somebody buy me tea. Thanks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Herbal tea. Um, I think it's because certain, what do you call it? Herbs and stuff. Or like properties in the tea. Yeah. They have benefits, don't they? Yeah. Like chamomile is meant to relax you. They say to mm-hmm. drink chamomile at bedtime. Not that I particularly do, but yeah. I know that's a good and one. And you know what I really like doing is making my own fresh lemon and ginger tea. So I'll fully like chop up the ginger, Mm -hmm. chop up the lemon. I like lemon, so I just literally put like three lemons in there. I'm not the biggest fan of lemons, but I do feel good when I have lemon and ginger and honey. Yeah, you can put a bit of honey in. I do that. And you know what? The other other day I made salmon with like honey glazing and I burnt it. Oh, (laughs) you know what? Oh my God, is that on your story? I learned I didn't want to say anything. But I saw it and I thought it looks a bit, it looks a bit overdone. It's a bit black on the. <laughs> it was really black and it's. I don't think it was. But did it taste to look good? Like that. It did, but you know, okay. For example, you know how toffee is like it sticks to your teeth. Yeah. Is it toffee? Yeah, it's yeah. toffee. Um, is that's what, what it? That's what did? it kind of did. And I was trying to play it down because like, I cooked it and I was actually scraping the sauce. But um, yeah, tea, salmon, <laughs> and. And spraying lavender on my pillow is what I I like to do. Um, what about you? What do you... So similar to, kind of I guess, the whole scents thing of lavender. Because I know lavender's a scent. I know it's meant to help you sleep, actually. Mm-hmm. And I've bought the oil diffuser, which I absolutely love. It's like a... Um, my mum's got loads of those. <laughs> yeah, it's like a light... It's like a lamp, a mood lamp slash oil diffuser. So the lights change colour um, and it just releases... Vapor, I guess. Yeah, Um, and then I bought a pack of different essential oils. The pack I got were all they're all like floral scents, so it's like rose, cherry blossom, gardenia. Um, can't remember the other names to be honest. There is a lavender one in there, and even though I don't like lavender at all, I sometimes try my best to put it in, even if it's just a tiny. You close your eyes as you said lavender. Do you really not like the smell? It's not. It's just not my favorite smell. Like. Of all the scents, I'm just, oh, just don't give me lavender. Like, I can bear it, but i just rather not. Yeah, you'd you know? rather your room not smell yeah, like that. Yeah, I really mm-hmm. just, I don't know what it is about it. I'm just really not the biggest fan. It's the same with um jasmine. Yeah, I don't really like jasmine. Like, you know how there's a lot of jasmine-flavoured food? I, oh, my worst nightmare, honestly. But anyway, <laughs> back to the actual <laughs> diffuser. So that does help me because it just slowly releases the scent. Um, makes my room smell nice and it's really nice to have it at night time especially with the light on because it's mm-hmm. like the light isn't bright enough where it's hurting your eyes it doesn't actually provide that much light it just provides like a, a deep, mood like a mood a kind of color. atmosphere yeah um, so I like having that next to my bed I would like to say it helps me sleep but then obviously I still have nights where I can't sleep so I can't really prove whether that's worked for me yet I think I'll give it like a few more weeks to trial out sort of thing I've only had it about two weeks now but we'll see how that goes um like Atlanta said drinking a lot of teas and a lot of like natural concoctions I guess you know like the honey and the lemon um I love making smoothies yeah and I throwing do like in smoothies. a bunch of fruit sometimes throwing some kale in there 
Kale's good. Have you ever put um, kale in the oven and had like crispy kale? I actually have with, with it was oil. Delicious. Yeah, it was delicious. It was very nice. Um, what else is there? I think even down to the simplicity of it is trying to eat healthy foods. And I don't mean like a salad, but like, I guess getting a balanced diet. So I try to eat a lot of like varied foods that are quote unquote good for you. Yeah. So like quinoa, I try to eat a lot of that. Chickpeas, uh, different beans and stuff like that. Not like high-end baked beans. <laughs> I will never go near them. But actual like different types of peas and beans. Like kidney beans. Yeah. Um, I just try to eat as much of that as possible because I know that those sorts of foods are healthier for me than eating a McDonald's or yeah, a Domino's, and, and you know? Do you find that when you eat a McDonald's, you just feel awful yeah, afterwards? Yeah, I feel really horrible afterwards. Like in the moment, it might feel all right. But afterwards, yeah. my body, I feel like heavy oh, and just sluggish yeah. and I feel yuck. Like, I literally feel the food sort of sitting inside me. And I feel bloated me. and yeah. disgusting. Whereas when yeah. I'm eating foods that are... I guess healthy for me or that are like proper foods to eat that aren't junk foods it's like I might feel full but it's not a bloated full like I feel full as in my yeah. stomach is content but I don't feel bloated you and just feel light yeah literally so I just try to do try to eat more things like that um because I think you know what you eat like you know how they say you are what you eat and like what you put in is what comes out sort of thing mm-hmm. so it's very easy when you are feeling depressed or something to go for the quickest most unhealthy option because or even the cheapest option and the cheapest which is usually the unhealthiest because not being funny you know you can get what uh, something from mcdonald's for like 99p you can get a quarter pound a meal for under five pounds there we go you can get a triple cheeseburger save a menu 129 (laughs) there we go (laughs) and so it's a lot easier it's what especially when you're depressed you don't really want to get up and cook so you're just no. going to opt for the quickest thing, which is most likely going to be an unhealthy takeaway, which mm. doesn't make you feel better afterwards. It might in the in the moment, yeah. But after you've eaten it, you're then going to feel it like heavy, sluggish. So it's going to sort of keep you in bed. You're not really going to get up. You're not going to exercise. You're not going to but want to do anything. No, I do agree. And I also think that if you cook yourself a meal, mm. so let's just go back to my salmon. Mm-hmm. I had to do the salmon, the sauce, which mm-hmm. obviously flopped. Then I did some <laughs> mushrooms. Yeah. And then I did a mini salad and then I did some potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, and the potatoes were really small, by the way. It sounds quite okay. quite a lot of food. Um, but because I had to cook every single thing, yeah. it just, it took about... I want to say like 40 minutes. So for okay. 40 minutes, I was doing something. Doing something. something. My brain was elsewhere. I was yeah. focusing on that. And I quite enjoy cooking. Quite so, yeah. So, yeah. I think if you cook your own meals, it's so much better and more rewarding because you've put in the work. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, definitely. Compared to just going and getting the cheaper, easy option, Basically. fast food. Yeah. So. And it's not good for your body in the long run. Like we all know this, obviously. It's not mm. the first time we're here you're hearing that eating junk food isn't good for you. But I think especially when your mental health isn't at its best, you wanna try your best to sort of avoid it. Like on a general day, you should try to avoid it. Of course, treat yourself here and there, have a cheat meal, have two cheat meals if you want, you know. <laughs> I'm not saying don't ever eat it, but you know. You, especially when you're not doing the best mentally you want to be careful with what you're putting into your body yeah um, definitely especially if eating fast food kind of puts you in a cycle where the next time you're hungry you crave it yeah and then you're going to go back again yeah. feel bad because you've, you've 
You've yeah. already had one this week. Yeah. So if you know that you tend to get back into a cycle, maybe try and find like a healthier option. For example, yeah. make your own burger at home. Yeah. Or, you know, maybe don't have the burger buns. Like, <laughs> and just have no, the, I get what do you're you know saying. what I mean? Make like small changes. Small changes. Because that's better than just going to McDonald's. Yeah. In a nutshell, yeah. Yeah. Of course, have your chicken nuggets here and there. Indulge, have a bit of fun with a McFlurry, of course. Do you but put chips in your McFlurry? I don't. <laughs> have you ever done it? I haven't. I'm sorry. I've, I've tried it, but like I, I don't really do it either. I just wanted to know if you do, because I know some people do. <laughs> I can't say I've done it, but maybe one day I'll try. The next time I end up in a McDonald's, we'll see. <laughs> um, <laughs> moving away from food, I like to meditate. Mm-hmm. Uh, meditate meditate meditating really really helped me with anxiety um when I was sort of at my worst of anxiety I would say um it took a good while to actually sort of master the art of it and I'm not actually a master but as in it took me a while to get used to not thinking Mm -hmm. it was a very difficult thing for me to grasp I did like a beginner's course thing what did you did you use a certain app or I used Headspace so I remember I think back in March is when I downloaded Headspace I want to say and there was like a I can't remember it was like a foundations course or a beginner's course and it was like the very basics of how to meditate literally as if you've never meditated before which I hadn't at the time Um, and it took me a good like maybe five six days before I had like a second or two seconds of like zero thoughts and I remember when I felt that I was like oh my gosh like I'm this zen master like look at me (laughs) I've turned my brain off um they said in my book that I'm reading I'm reading um the power of now Mm. and he well you're reading it as well yeah (laughs) have you got to the bit where he's like close your eyes and ask yourself what will my next thought be? Yes. Have, and I did it and I was waiting yeah. and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not thinking of anything. Yeah. Which is actually mad. Yeah, it is. And I think when when you have a moment like that, it makes you want it even more. So then because I'd had this moment where for a second or two, all my anxious thoughts had stopped, I was like, oh my God, I need to continue this. Like I need to do this every day. <laughs> yeah. This is amazing. Like what is this magical secret of life I've just found out? Um, and so I continued with that. Still to this day, I meditate when I can. Some days I miss it. Obviously work, uni and stuff like that. Um, But when I can, I definitely try to meditate and that really does help me. But even so, like I've been meditating, what, since March. There are still days where I'll meditate and it doesn't work. As in, I'll spend Mm -hmm. 10 minutes listening to a guided meditation or I might try to meditate by myself and the thoughts aren't going away. No matter how hard I try, it's just not happening. Um, And it can get really frustrating um, or disheartening when I'm trying to meditate and it's not working like mm. I get really upset with myself yeah um but you know it's a practice and it takes years to like actually master it so I try not to be too hard on myself and I just think you know what we'll try again another 10 minutes tomorrow and hopefully tomorrow is a better day for meditating um but no I absolutely love meditation yeah, I do it every every now and then. I'm not mm. really consistent with it. Mm-hmm. And I think I find that I'm not consistent with the things that I should be doing to kind yeah, of... To help. Yeah. Like I, like, I know I should meditate more, but yeah. I just don't. It's kind of like procrastination, which yeah. is annoying. Um, 
but I'm going to get back into it. And also another yeah. thing that I do, and I have, this is the thing, like I like to read and I feel like it oh, really yeah. helps. Mm-hmm. But then there'll be like two days where I don't read and I'm like, oh my God, I need to, I need to read again. Really? And it's, yeah, like I just. I like for- withdrawal symptoms from the book. Yeah, because <laughs> no, just in, in a sense that I've, I've not done it for two yeah. days and like, I'm not in a, like, I need to be in a consistent pattern of, like, yeah. every day, okay, I wake up, I read a chapter of my book and yeah. get into it, like, a structured, like, mm. thing. Because otherwise, I just kind of leave it for a bit, come back to if it. If you leave it for too long, will you not return to the book? Oh, no, 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 I will. Okay. But my, my point is, like, I do it with meditation as well. Like, I'll do mm. it for a bit and then I start oh, slacking. I yeah. It's the same as yeah, drinking yeah. two litres of water a day. Like, oh, yeah. I'll try it. And then I'll just You'll have like one a good day. run and yeah. then it sort of just slips and then And I wanna try and be by. more consistent. Yeah. With everything. Yeah. No, it is hard to be consistent. Procrastination is real and all it takes really and truly is like one day for you to slip up. That's all it takes, and then you literally go two weeks, two months without ever doing it. And yeah, you're like, this oh is God, the thing. what happened? Um no, reading is another good one. Reading helps me a lot, I think. Um, sort of similar to the meditation obviously with meditation it's like your brain isn't focused on anything so there's like a gap there's like a complete gap of thought but with reading it's like your brain is busy on the book the book yeah. so you're not in your own anxious head because mm-hmm. your brain is only focusing on what's in front of it yeah so yeah reading is definitely another good shout because I feel like when I'm watching films and things I'm not really like a massive film person but when i when i do watch films i can zone out so easily and think i'll be back in my mind whereas Mm, when i'm reading yeah i'm very much into the book yeah i think because reading is more of like an active skill like you have to be able to read like watching something all you have to do is literally open your eyes nice but with reading you you sort of have to your brain has to focus because you have to follow whatever it's saying you have to follow the storyline or you have to keep up with I don't know, whatever you read on the page before sort of thing. So I think it's more of an active thing for your brain to do. Like your brain has to constantly be switched on. Yeah. Whereas with a film, all you're really doing is watching it. So you don't have to stay that engaged with Mm. it. And even if you're not a big reader, but you want to get into it, um, me and my friend Isha, mm-hmm. shout out to Isha. Shout out Isha. We always just give a, <laughs> we give shout outs to our friends when we say that name. It's quite cute. Um, but we both have the same book called Cinder. It's like a fictional um, book about a robot but it's it's cool because we we facetime each other and we read a chapter each but we we like to do accents and we read each character in different accents so like (laughs) so she'll like narrate in scottish i'll narrate in like a northern accent brilliant and then we'll just do loads of different accents so it makes the reading fun it makes it more enjoyable for you too and it's really cool so that's a that's a good idea and it makes you want to finish the book I guess as well. Sooner. Yeah. The only thing I would say is you get through the book slower because yeah, you're both reading. <laughs> um, what do you think um, helps mentally like with kind of medication wise? Well, I guess you've not really experienced medication, so, but what's your opinion? I'm in a constant like mental battle with taking antidepressants. Mm-hmm. So I was prescribed sertraline about... God, what month? I want to say July, October now. By the time this episode airs, it'll be November. So yeah, I think it was June, July time. 
Um, I had a breakdown at work, called my GP like, not going to lie, sis, give me a pill. I'll just pop a pill at this point. Because <laughs> um, I just, I got to like a really low point and I was honestly like, oh, you know what? If a pill is going to help me, just I need something. Like it was literally like now or never. It was sort of like a desperation thing. Um, and she said, okay, I'm going to send this prescribed medication called Sertraline. I'm going to send it to your local pharmacy. Mm-hmm. I said, cool, I'll go get it on Monday. Bish, bash, bosh. And then, like, over that weekend, I was like, oh, my God, like, am I actually going to take antidepressants? Like, am I really going to do this? Because there is a stigma around it, which there shouldn't be. Um, but as well, I am scared of side effects. I'm scared of medication in general and just the pharmaceutical industry, you know, conspiracy theory and all them things. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm just all, I've always been funny about taking any prescribed medication, right? You really don't know what's in it. Exactly. And a lot of things that are to do with um, mental health or just, I don't know, it's scary to me that there is a pill I can take that alters the way my brain functions because then my brain can become dependent on it. And if I want to stop taking it, then what's that going to do to my brain? So technically, you're kind of delaying the healing process in a way because you're relying in a sense that if you come off them and you feel the way that you did before the the tablets Mm -hmm. then you're going to be back to square one and then you're going to just have to deal with that on your own without the do you get what i'm saying i get what you mean it's it's a difficult one like i know plenty people that have taken antidepressants and they have really worked and And then have they come off them and And been fine yeah and they've come off and been fine um but i also know people that have had bad experiences um, in terms of side effects and things like that and to be fair I think I put it on myself in the sense that so obviously I called the GP like yeah cool prescribe it let's go I'm gonna start taking these pills like I've had enough of this depression I just want to be better give me the medication and then obviously she told me the name of it sertraline um, and this isn't to scare anyone who maybe has been prescribed this or is taking it but obviously me being scared of medication I obviously go and type in sertraline side effects and you know my GB had warned me sometimes it gets worse before it gets better and I was at literally the lowest point and I thought well if you're telling me it gets worse <laughs> I don't um, know if I can handle I'm that I'm not sure if I exactly literally I was like I don't think I could handle getting any worse let alone you know getting worse to get better like suppose I don't make it out of the worse you know yeah um and so obviously you have the side effects that are like different aches and pains nausea being sick um what else was there? Obviously, things like suicidal thoughts. And I was already having them and I'm thinking, oh, what, yeah, so you're going to add some even... more on top? <laughs> really? Yeah. Are you sure you want to try this, Shay? Um, so, yeah, I just went and I was watching YouTube videos on people with it. And you know what? There are some amazing... I wish I could remember the guy's name. I'll try and link it in the description of this episode. But there's a guy on YouTube and he basically documented his whole journey with Sertraline. He's absolutely amazing. Like, he literally would vlog from like day one day three a month in two months in a year after like all of these things and it was actually a really really helpful channel to look at but then for every good video and Mm -hmm. helpful video there's one that's like do not take this medication yeah (laughs) and so that makes it even harder to know what to do so I basically to this day have never gone to get the medication (laughs) it's still probably there in the pharmacy in the bag but I haven't gone to get it um and I basically have just tried as many I guess the natural home remedies that we were talking about like the meditation like the eating properly like drinking certain herbal things you know 
Um, but even from time to time, I will still get a feeling of like, oh, should I go and get them? Should I have taken them? Maybe if I took them, I'd feel better. It could have worked. Maybe I won't have any side effects. But it's one of them things where I will never know until I take it. Mm. Um, but at the same time, I think I'm not as bad as I was. I think I'm in a lot. I'm in a much better place mentally now. Yeah. So, so you feel like you probably don't need to yeah in a way i'm like i don't think i should take them now because i feel as though i've got better without them Mm -hmm. i'm not amazing now but i'm better than i was when the gp had prescribed them to me so i'm still like i would say i'm on the fence but i'm more towards the side of i'm not going to take them before it was like a dead 50 50 split now it's more like a 70 30 okay i think um so yeah i can't actually speak on prescribed medication because mine's at the pharmacy so <laughs> you should try reiki because that's what my mum does i would love to try that um and reiki is basically healing through energy mm-hmm. in a way so the person doing reiki mm-hmm. is kind of channeling energy to the person receiving the they transfer the treatment. The energy to you yeah so it's it's kind of, I don't know the actual details because mm. I don't do it, but yeah. um, my mum's given me a few treatments yeah. and you feel lighter. I can't explain okay. it. Like you As in to, like you actually feel a difference feel, in your Yeah, you body feel lighter. And, and to be honest, because it was my mum, I felt a bit awkward. <laughs> I felt a bit awkward at <laughs> yeah, first. Yeah, you would do. I was trying to keep a straight face. <laughs> um, afterwards, I felt a lot more free within my mind like I could think oh, about nice. I felt more spacious like I felt like there was more room did to you think feel like something was about positive away from you yeah like I just felt like a weight had kind of been lifted and it's more because I was particularly stressed that day and afterwards okay. I could see the difference you could feel it as well yeah. yeah whereas if I had just had a treatment and I was feeling really good yeah it probably just would have made me feel a little bit better but I could definitely see the impacts from the fact that I wasn't feeling great that day. Yeah. Um, and afterwards I felt a lot more relaxed. So I, I definitely recommend one day. Reiki. Definitely. It's on my bucket list of things to try. Yeah, no, sure. it's, it's really cool. Um, yeah. And also I think it's important to have like a time to yourself. Yeah. And even like when I get my eyelashes done, I think, okay, I'm going to utilise this moment to kind of just relax and yeah. like just be in silence well obviously yeah. i talked to the lady d- that does my lashes but it's just like it's like a real moment to just stop to stop and just yeah. pause and just be present and feel exactly. her in those lashes <laughs> with the glue and whatever no i get what you mean it's like you sort of in a way you arguably sort of use that time as like your little in a way meditation yeah if you think it about basically it. is meditation yeah so you are meditating here and there yeah here and there <laughs> just not the traditional once like, a month when i get my lashes done <laughs> <laughs> no i do i do try and meditate every every now and then yeah where were we before this we were talking about me and medication stuff mm-hmm. um so oh, i haven't even spoken about yeah, my medication so have you have you ever tried medication or like a you've been prescribed medication before haven't yeah you? i was just subscribed subscribe <laughs> to my antidepressant channel <laughs> i was prescribed to i don't i can never say it propranolol propranolol 
propranolol, whatever. You know what we're yeah, trying to propranolol, say, guys. Propranolol, I literally don't know yeah. how to say it. Um, which is the basically, beta yeah, it's beta a beta blocker, blocker. So it slows your heart rate down. So the physical symptoms of anxiety um, cannot surface. Mm-hmm. So because your heart rate, everything that stems from um, anxious thoughts and mm-hmm. and then kind of from that leading on to physical symptoms such as like your heart racing, um, yeah. hives, like, as in breaking yeah. out in a rash, um, sweating, all of those things, mm-hmm. they can't actually happen if your heart rate is at a neutral. Yeah. It's only when your heart starts beating fast. Going and, really and you know, fast. people say, okay, well, do breathing exercises. But when you're panicking, like, you can't it's force hard yourself to, to make yourself breathe yeah, slower. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. As in, I can breathe slow, but my heart will still be racing. Be really fast, yeah. Yeah, so I feel that... Um, my medication actually really does help and it yeah there's like parts of my life where I've taken them yeah and for example doing a presentation and I've taken them before and I've done a presentation perfectly which I used to literally um mix my words up Mm -hmm. I just used to I couldn't do it and afterwards I used to feel so rubbish about myself for just embarrassing myself and people probably forgot after five minutes but for me I used to think about that for days days yeah so it's really helped and it took ages to actually go and get the medication I was 18 when I got my medication and I'd been what is that when you were prescribed it yeah okay I was prescribed yeah I was prescribed them when I was 18 but I didn't ask for medication until I was 18 like I was like it was an option before, but yeah. I kept saying no, no, and I was just dealing with it on my own. And yeah. it was getting to the point where it's like, you know what? I have genuinely tried everything. Yeah, it does get to that point. And yeah, I just thought, okay, yeah, I'm going to get my medication. But even though I do have it, I don't take it every day. Yeah. I don't take it in situations it that I feel. Yeah, even situations that I feel awkward and uncomfortable, I won't take it. Like yeah. I, I will force myself, to, I will force myself to try and deal with the situation as best I can. Yeah. Um, but it's nice to just have it there as backup of in course. a sense. Yeah. Um but other than than that medication, I have tried a more natural approach mm-hmm. as in even with depression, I've tried CBT in, which is talking. Yeah. Um, I hated CBT so much. Yeah, I just didn't like it and yeah, it's not for everyone. Nothing is for everyone. Everyone's unique in how they sort of respond to different treatments and therapies, so just yeah, and I remember, I remember I was 13 and I was having some, I had CBT on my own and then I had CBT with my mum. Okay. And there was three people in the room. Then there was a glass window with two people sat there watching. Um, then there was someone in the corner that was having like some sort of training. And I was like, I so feel like I'm on set It was basically for a, like for a film. That you were like the sort of guinea pig for all the yeah, trainees. That's how, like, yeah, that's how. Yeah, they were making notes, like analyzing yeah, it. Yeah, that's that's what they were doing, and doing it, like a report yeah. on how well the therapist is doing, maybe. And me and my mum both felt so uncomfortable. It was horrible, were. and it was just like I've explained. I had to do like a three-hour breakdown of like why I feel the way I do, and then I got diagnosed with depression and anxiety. This is back when I was like thirteen, so this yeah. was like seven years ago. Yeah. Um, then now I'm actually like forcing myself to have this like CBT and I'm in an environment that I feel uncomfortable with anyway and and 
they thought it the best thing to do was just surround me by random, room people random people that's ridiculous that are all watching me talk and it was just actually awful and i just think to myself now i'm older i think back and i'm just like I would never dream of doing that. Yeah, if you were the age you are now and then you went to that experience, you would have been like, sorry, I'm not doing this. But you were 13, so... Yeah, and I just look back and I think, well, I don't know what they were thinking. Like, (laughs) as in, I don't know how they thought that was going to help. That was going to be a sort of I think after two sessions, me and my mum were like, nah. Yeah, forget it. Let's just not do this. Scrap this, throw it in the bin. And do you know what? Even the CBT I did have, I used to go every week Mm -hmm. and I can't remember one thing from it. Wow. Which just shows it just oh, wasn't. Was this is my personal yeah. opinion, guys. And it could work for people. And I wouldn't I wouldn't shy away from it now. Like if I was offered yeah. CBT, I wouldn't say no. Yeah. I would give it a go. Give it a go. I just feel like it hasn't, it was not beneficial with me at all. And yeah. I, I think I did it for over a year. I'm sure wow. I did it for over a year. Um, and you can't remember? Can't remember, I think. And I did have private counselling, but mm-hmm. that was for grief. So it, it wasn't... It was a specific type of counselling. Yeah, yeah, it was... It was for a specific kind of thing. Yeah. Um. So I can't comment too much on that. Yeah. But yeah, with CBT, I really can remember wow. anything. It just shows though, like it's not for everyone. <laughs> and that's not to discourage anyone from trying out CBT. It might be amazing for you, but you know, it might not. And, and that's it, one yeah, thing to bear And in it mind. might have just been a thing where maybe I didn't connect with the person that I was talking to. But at that yeah. point, I was kind of fed up because it's like I... I used to at school I used to go to this like place that we had and I would talk to someone there and Mm -hmm. I felt comfortable with her Mm -hmm. and then she left and then I had that family counseling and then I did the three-hour thing before that Mm -hmm. um so I was just talking to all these people and I just thought oh I'm gonna have to explain everything again Again and again again, like how many times am I gonna have to keep doing this and everyone's just telling me the same thing and why do you think you feel like this and it's like I don't know (laughs) hence why I'm here yeah yeah I don't know that's just that's another thing to bear in mind is like there are some amazing therapists counsellors mental health professionals out there but you do have to find them and there could be an amazing one that you just don't connect with Mm. and they will be amazing for someone else someone else will be raving about them Mm -hmm. and then you get them and it's like I don't like her (laughs) you know and there's quite a few on YouTube and there's quite a few podcasts Um, which I do listen to and they sound great yeah. so I think to myself oh like if if I was having CBT with you I feel like I would uh, yeah I would benefit from it yeah um so I think also I was young I was 13 I didn't really I didn't know my emotions I didn't yeah. understand the way I was feeling and the whole sort of scenario was probably confusing for you yeah so anyway it was just a really negative time of my life, so that's just incorporated in my yeah. negative experience. So oh, that's a shame, though. Yeah, and it's kind of hard, like, to even get therapy because it's like expensive, very expensive, extremely expensive, well, like sixty-five pounds a session. Yeah, that's what you're looking at. That's the average, to be fair. And some's even some uh, therapists charge a lot more. So I've seen therapy where it's like one hundred and fifty pounds a session. That's mad. Yeah. So I'd feel bad charging someone that much. Same. Like I actually, I I know that you have to. You know, you've gone to years and studied, and I just said you've gone to years. (laughs) You've got you've gone through years of studying. Yeah. So make your money's worth, of course, but it's sort of like I just feel like if someone needs help, how can I then add more stress to them? Yeah. They're going broke to get therapy to kind of. I don't know. I don't know. 
it's like it's a weird one mental health help should in an ideal world it should be free i mm. understand why it can't be free yeah, with the way same. the world and society works and unfortunately money is important money is vital to, to survive so i understand why it does cost money but then it's like and i don't even have the answers or a solution but i personally don't think it should cost as much i feel like if in society or in the government there could be that sort of thing for I guess like therapy and stuff where it's like Mm -hmm. you pay a certain amount or as much as you can afford based on how much you earn each month and then the government or I don't want to say the NHS because I love the NHS but someone else puts the rest of the money towards it yeah so it's like yes the therapist is getting paid for all the time they spent studying and training but you're also not going completely bankrupt to get that help from them yeah I get what you mean but again it's not that straightforward. It's not like the government can be like, yep, it's all right, we'll pay for your therapy. But do you know what? It's weird because when I look at the prices of therapy, I'd be like, wow, that's expensive. But mm. I could look at, for example, a pair of shoes that I really mm-hmm. like and I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> I'll buy yeah, those. And it's kind of like, like, why do I think like that? Yeah. Why do I not? Like you should see therapy almost as in like an investment for yourself. Yeah, that's what it's it gonna, is. It's only going to benefit you. I think because the difference in looking at a £45 therapy session mm-hmm. and a £45 pair of shoes, it's like one of them is going to give you instant satisfaction, whereas yeah. the other one is going to take a while, a while. before you get it. Yeah, so it's like the right. shoes are going to make me happy right now so I can get them. Mm-hmm. Whereas therapy, it's not going to make me happy instantly. Realistically, it's going to probably make me quite upset because I'm going to have to go through all these yeah. emotions for a while before I get to that really happy point so i think i think a lot of us think like that it's because one is like instant instant and one is delayed or deferred and i just feel in general everyone is so um impatient oh in a sense that we always want something now yeah we don't want to wait if we have to you know for example if you're setting up a business you want it to be amazing straight away you like you're not really as a generation i feel like we're all so impatient and we yeah. just want quick results. Yeah. And this life doesn't work like that. No. And neither does therapy. <laughs> so it is, obviously it is an investment in yourself and I understand, you know, it is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, But you've got to look at it as like, yes, it's a lot of money, but the end result is going to be so worth it. Just like if you were setting up a business, yes, it's going to be a bit rubbish to begin with, but the end result, once you've worked hard for how many months or years the end result of when your business is absolutely booming yeah. it's going to be worth it I agree. Um, you just have to sort of look to receive deferred gratification than instant mm-hmm. but that's a hard thing to grasp when you could be happy right now it's like yeah oh, am i gonna wait though am i gonna wait six months before i feel better with therapy or am i gonna buy some night vapor max you know <laughs> but then you buy the vapor max and then afterwards you're like oh okay. after a while yeah the mental now, health can still now be Now I need slipping. something else to exactly. kind of pick me back up. And it's not, yeah. Exactly. It's not long lasting, whereas it's therapy not. is. Yeah. But I don't know. Therapy, it's, for me, it's been great. The counselling that I've had um, has been really lovely. Uh, yeah. Um, by the time this episode comes out, I will be having counselling sessions. That's good. With someone that's at the positive. uni. Like, that's a benefit of... Um, 
most schools and I guess academic institutions, they usually, as part of the welfare, have mm-hmm. to offer some form of student help. Um, and my university offers counselling sessions. I've signed up. I had to fill out a form, like a GAD 7 and a PHQ 9. Which is um, what we do in our mental health in our updates. Check-ins, yeah. So I basically was like, oh, yeah, used to this. Filled that out and I should be starting therapy next week starting counseling next week so by the time this episode airs i'll be a good few weeks probably about a month into it that's good yeah so fingers crossed that by the time this episode's actually out i'm like really enjoying it and then you can talk about and it in I our can, mental health check-in. exactly then i can actually talk about it properly or it could go horribly wrong and then i'll talk about it and say yeah i had counseling at uni and it was absolutely <laughs> but we, awful. no hopefully that's not going to happen <laughs> fingers crossed it's you know i think i was just really unlucky well. my yeah. my experience exactly. and from what i remember with private counseling it actually did help so yeah. i'm not here saying i would never do counseling again don't recommend it like i'm not saying that at all i just i'm just saying that my yeah. experience of course it's different wasn't for great. everyone like CBT didn't work for me at all, but I don't know if some if one of my friends came to me sort of asking for like things that could help them, like the, down the clinical route, I would mm-hmm. say, okay, try CBT. Even though I personally don't like it and it doesn't work for me, yeah, I'm not going to be like, because it didn't work for me, I'm going to tell everyone else not to use it. Yeah. Same with the antidepressants. I'm still hiding from them. <laughs> but at the same time... If one of my friends was to be prescribed any form of medication for mental health, I'd probably tell them to take it. It's just yeah, because that. we've all got different minds and like we don't know how each other are feeling. So yeah. it's kind of like how can you even yeah, how can you tell someone else to do or not do something based on how it affected you? You know? Yeah, I don't know. Just th- this is the thing with like I guess improving your mental health or treatments for it is that it is really trial and error. Mm. and like do you it find really is and i find that online if you for example type in anxiety there's loads of symptoms but they're all physical yeah. none of them are mental there's no yeah. mental symptoms of like mental illnesses like because no one actually understands it's like what's going on in your head to, yeah it's hard, so it's hard to, articulate to, to pinpoint um uh, yeah it's a, it's a difficult thing to explain and to really understand i just feel like it's almost i don't want to like discredit or take away from medical professionals and stuff but like it's for me it's better to get that information or get treatment from somebody who i know has been through it has experienced it yeah has experienced it and there are pl- there are plenty of therapists that have gone through a load of mental health issues and are now Mm -hmm. therapists and counsellors and stuff and I one day would love to have like a counselling qualification or something I would love to I wanted to study mental health at one point same but I was saying that because I'm not my mental health isn't the best I don't know if that's the right I was like how am I supposed to sit there and and help someone when I'm when I don't know it myself yeah Yeah, exactly like one day I would absolutely love to be a little therapist or a counsellor um especially towards like younger people i'd have a room that's so cute like i'd have like pictures everywhere and like i'd have those like i don't know i'd just make it so cute (laughs) like a little you know when you're in like reception there's like a corner that you just chill in and you just read that it would be like that but an adult version there we go i would love to do that and i feel like not in a 
you know, like a boastful way or egotistical way, but like because I've experienced it, mm-hmm. I do feel like I could be quite helpful. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas when you're speaking to somebody that literally has never experienced it or doesn't understand it and they're telling you what yeah, to do. Yeah, it makes no sense. It's sort of like, hmm, thank you, but you don't even know, you, you can't you truly can't really. understand what I'm talking about for you yeah. to tell me what to do with it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and I'm not saying that, you know, if you haven't gone through something, you can't be an amazing counsellor and still help people. You can, I'm sure, still offer amazing advice. Like you're trained on what to say and what to do and what to tell people to say and do. But does that always work? Exactly. But like, I feel like going through it yourself makes you a better person mentor. to go to. Yeah, a better mentor, a better person to talk to about it than someone who fair enough is trained for x amount of years but has never experienced a mental health issue yeah you know and i feel like sometimes you feel awkward to kind of give your not not advice but give your opinion on mental health because you're like okay well i've not got qualifications can i be talking about this but it's like no we've experienced it yeah we want to talk about it we should be able to we should so set up an all in due time therapy room yeah like a little chat room i know but i feel like it's illegal because we're not qualified (laughs) but this is but this is exactly your argument it's like just because somebody has Has read textbooks yeah it's like just because someone's actually got a certificate or something to say qualified therapist qualified Mm. counselor does that actually make them the best person to go to i don't know if they haven't ever experienced it yeah because obviously they've got the knowledge as in they've of course they've, they've studied, studied psychology yeah. they know about the brain yeah, and they know about all of this stuff and like that's hard work i mean yeah, one of my friends is studying psychology and she has like a little instagram po- um instagram account and she's mm-hmm. always posting things yeah and i'm like wow like like you're learning about the brain and yeah and it's really just cool humans psychology. that's cool yeah and i'm not discrediting psychologists and Mm. you know medical professionals at all because yeah we need them but and even when i'm watching youtube videos of just random people talking about their experiences that Mm -hmm. helps more than yeah that that helped me more than sitting in a room and someone asking me and how does that make you feel (laughs) literally and do you want to draw how you feel (laughs) like i don't know that that just didn't help me yeah no i get what you mean when you listen to somebody speak about something you know when it's like you're watching a video you're listening to a podcast and the things that the person is saying it's like oh my gosh that is exactly like to a t how i feel or you've taken the words out of my mouth yeah i get a lot more help listening to those people mm-hmm. what they did to get out of it than i do talking to you know a random counselor in the first session that's like oh how are you yeah you know, like, and i just feel it's like a hard one it is really difficult and also i think just watching YouTube videos, for example, of mm-hmm. someone that's like our kind of age. Yeah. Yeah. Talking definitely. about the same experiences as things. Sometimes it's nicer just to be like, like, I don't know how to explain it. It's more relatable if it's a young person in their bedroom. Yeah. Than a 50 year old doctor in a suit in their office. Yeah. It is. It's not very warming. Yeah. I get what you mean. It's just, it's difficult. Like, I absolutely love therapists in general. Like, I will praise therapists forever. And, I love them for the work that they do and like they do change people's and lives. And it's not they an easy amazing. job at all. At all. Like honestly, because you're dealing 
you're dealing with people's problems that don't actually understand their own problems and you're yeah. breaking it down and helping them it's through that intense. which is crazy like it is a crazy job and I just appreciate them so much but at the same time it's like sometimes I do think the average person that's our age that has been through it could also be slightly more helpful it is tricky like I know that I know for a fact or I like to think the majority if not all therapists and counsellors have everyone's best interest at heart that they're helping because why would you spend all those years training if you didn't actually care for this job or care to improve people's lives and improve people's mental health but you know there is some because they are taught and because they are trained yeah there is some aspect of you can say this you can't say that whereas the average person that you might find on youtube or a podcast is probably saying the things that your therapist can't say by mm-hmm. like law or by yeah you know true. by rule but also you like if you're a counselor or a therapist imagine you're you're dealing with people's issues on a daily basis. That mm. must affect you. Uh, isn't yeah. it that counsellors have counselling? Yeah, if you want to become a therapist or a counsellor, you have to undergo counselling or therapy like beforehand. And I think during as well. Because it have must to, be intense. Yeah, you have to go through counselling before you can be a counsellor. And how do you switch off at night if like, mm-hmm. you know... If someone tells you something really like traumatising, yeah. like how do you just, you know, sort of be leave the office and, and leave that information it. there? It's a very, like, it must be extremely overwhelming, but that doesn't stop me from wanting to be one. Yeah. Do you know what? If I had, <laughs> if I, like, had loads of money mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, I could just, I, like, a job wasn't really, like, income wasn't really a problem anymore, mm. I would defo train, be oh, a counsellor, and then just, like, just do my therapy sessions for free. Yeah, literally. I would love same. to do that. I would love to give it for free. That is or my goal. Hella cheap. Yeah, if I can be a therapist or a counsellor, it will be ex- heavily discounted, if not free. We could go ahead, we could train to be therapists um, and we're going to be taught specific things to say, specific things not to say. Whereas I'd be very tempted to say exactly what I want because if I've experienced it, I feel like mm-hmm. I can personally say what I want. Yeah. But then I'm going to get in trouble. So it's like... What are those people that, like... Oh, they're like speakers. They're like motivational speakers, for example. A motivational speaker. <laughs> that's what they're called. No, but, like, that's just one example. A mentor? It, yeah, like life a mentor. Coach. Life coach. That's what I'm talking about. That could work. I could be a life coach. There we go. So once, I, once I figure out my own life, so maybe. You, yeah, same. <laughs> same here. So you really can't just like help people with like mental health and stuff well this is this is like because you don't know this is my conflict in it it's like we're doing this podcast and people have said to us it helps we're not professionals in any way shape or form but we're Mm -hmm. helping people with their mental health so do we need to be therapists do we need to train because we're saying just raw explicit things that we've gone through and this is very beneficial to some people just hearing that they're not the only ones exactly and it's not like similar things we haven't done any you know um therapy training counseling training mental health training in order to deliver this podcast this no. is literally the two of us having a chat about and more time we don't even through. know what we're talking exactly <laughs> what we're talking about but yet we still get messages and we love when we do from people that are saying, so like, sweet this episode really helped me or i really love listening to this because this podcast helps us literally it's and this is what I session. mean. This is like our mini therapy session. So maybe we could set up our own little 
chat room. All in due time. <laughs> we should set up a chat room, a members, a members chat room. Yeah, why not? There we go. Sorted. Oh, I don't know. This this whole episode sort of just went on a massive tangent of like sort of uh what do you call it? Like qualifications and does that yeah. really mean like kind you of don't education have a qualifi- and yeah. It's sort of we've education versus experience. Yes. Yeah. But I guess literally. you can link that to anything. You know, like I think nothing's more valuable than experience. You can yeah. read all the textbooks in the world yeah. about anything. This mm-hmm. isn't just about what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But is it really going to compare to really going out there and experiencing exactly. it? Exactly. It's the same as if you get a job. Is the training really going to prepare you for actually doing the job? Yeah. I don't know. We don't know the answer. Well, yeah, we don't know. We don't. But you never know. Keep your eyes peeled. One day we might have our own little all in due time therapy spot for you guys with our unqualified selves. It's fine. With our, yeah, we're just going to have like a little corner. It's going to be really cute. We're going to be selling some um, little herbal tea. There we go. Just You can just come do some reading. Do oh some my goodness. Colouring. Like, where can you actually go and do that? Because I would so Not go. a lot of places, but I would so go if there was one. We look we so good. Right, guys, we're trademarking this. We're creating a mental health spot. Yeah. Like a little find a little building that's empty. <laughs> renovate <laughs> An it. An abandoned house. Yes. And we're gonna renovate it as the all in due time spot. And you can why not? You meditate, you read, there are comfy chairs, fluffy. You can blankets. basically just do your own thing. Like there we just, go. Yeah. If you wanna have your headphones on, have sure your thing. headphones on. If you wanna <laughs> <laughs> This episode honestly is just turned into this whole mental health uh treatment <laughs> like i don't even know what to call this tangent but it's been a good yeah we're feeling been, zen we're feeling zen and it's actually been quite a beneficial debate to have because i feel like you you know we always tell people or society tells people um you know like see a medical professional mm-hmm. but we've sort of just broken that down into do you need to see a professional to help you yeah or do you need to see someone that's experienced it yeah but so then that's I guess food for thought yeah <laughs> that is that is food for thought um do we have any closing statements i just think if you need help speak to someone yes. whether it be a medical professional yes. whether it be a friend mm-hmm. just someone because yeah. sat there feeling alone is just the worst feeling it's and i feel like it. you're like when you're in that state of mind you feel more lonely than you actually are in a sense that you know there's people on the other end of the phone yes but you just feel like you just i don't know you don't want to call them yeah and there's someone that's always there to listen yeah and even if like even if you don't want to call them just do because it really will benefit you afterwards yeah and there's times where i haven't even really wanted to speak like i literally messaged my friend yesterday Shout out to Isha again. <laughs> I literally messaged her, explained something. She's like, I'm going to FaceTime you. I was like, I really don't feel like talking. Mm. She's like, well, I'm FaceTiming you anyway. And then after I spoke, like for half the conversation, I was literally just like, my voice was so monotone. Yeah. And then after like halfway through, I just cheered up a bit because I just kind of got everything off my mind. Yeah. And it helped. It did help. And yeah. I, didn't, I didn't think it would because I didn't want to speak and usually we always speak but i just really didn't want to talk yesterday like i just wanted to type it but then yeah she she called me and i felt fine like not i didn't feel fine but i felt so much better afterwards so definitely just speak to someone speak to somebody professional or not 
Yeah. Because <laughs> it just puts your thoughts into into a clearer perspective because yeah. you're you're expressing kind of, it yeah it's like a release and then it's like as you talk about it your brain is sort of making sense of it a bit yeah more. your thoughts are kind of declouding if that makes sense yeah definitely so yeah i yeah. think this episode is done it is speak to somebody just speak <laughs> to someone